Foodcast, brought to you by HillsOnTheGo.com, offering fresh local foods from the Hills Market to listeners by their online grocery store and delivery service. From Hills Own Chicken Salads to Ohio Beef and Wine to go with any meal. More on the web at HillsOnTheGo.com. And brought to you in part by DNO Incorporated, purveyors of Ohio-grown produce and ready-to-eat fresh-cut fruits and vegetables to grocers, restaurants, institutions, caterers, and nutritional meals for students of Central Ohio schools. More at DNOINC.com. I'm Johnny DiLoretto. I'm Jim Ellison. I'm Bethia Wolf. I'm Andy Diaz, and this is Foodcast. Today on Foodcast, we're with Anand Saha of Mozart's, uh, which has just opened a new location in Beechwald, and we're going to talk to him about the new location, uh, the long history of Mozart's in our community, and some things that they have going on for the holidays. Thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks. You know, uh, Jim, first of all, congratulations. You're one of the only people who've actually said my name perfect. I'll make sure to tell my um, associate, Bethia, about that because I'm typically in charge of mispronouncing everything. So you have this new space in Beachwall. Tell us a little bit about what people will experience when they come here. This place is so unique. You know, it, it was a restaurant in the 1930s to 1970s. Very famous, went to different uh, hands. It used to be called the Beachwall Tavern, Beachwall Restaurant, Henry Boyd, Steaks, and some other names. And in 1970, they lost their liquor license for some reason, and it was closed for 60 years. It was closed, I mean, it, it wasn't closed, but it wasn't a restaurant for 60 years. It eventually became a carpet place, and then a quad camera. And we took over nine, in 2000, just last year, it was closed for six years, and we were so lucky because of a long-standing community relationship here. It took the gamble, not knowing what would happen. So we did it backwards. We bought the building and then went for the liquor license. And that's noteworthy because a lot of businesses in this area have tried to do that and not been successful. You guys did a great job of reaching out to the community, explaining what you wanted to do and how you want to be part of the community. And people overwhelmingly voted to give you that option to have to serve liquor and, and things as a, as a compliment to your food. Exactly. You know, I think it was simple. The message was simple. You know, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to take over a building that is a complete eyesore in the neighborhood. This building was actually, I feel, it was meant for us. The architecture, the, the way the layout was, and all the different things that I've tried in the last 18 years. I mean, it's no secret, I've tried quite a few things. But I've always had this vision of having the space where I could do some catering, some banquet, ice cream, cafe, full-fledged dinners, and that's all. I mean, I've been able to accomplish the entire uh, concept in this one location. Looking around this space, which again does have a long history in Beechwald, I mean, you could envision that you were in a cafe in Europe somewhere. Um, it definitely has a lot of great character on the floors, um, great artwork, great just everything around here. What did you have to do to make this space look the way it does? When I took over the space, I mean, it looked like a, let's say, a Walmart or a Sam's Club. It was absolutely terrible. The, little, the more I started uh, poking around to find out what the space was, there was a story behind it, and I wanted to tell the story. It just wasn't a space that I just wanted to put carpet, put some walls, get furniture, and open business. I wanted to know what was in the space before. So... The first thing what I found was this beautiful medallion uh, made out of Port Terrazzo. 
that kind of started the whole ball rolling. I called my architect and I said, we're going to do it. We're going to do this different. We're going to find out what the space was. So we found this old stage from the 30s. The whole building, we restored the terrazzo floors to make it look like how it looked in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And it looks great. So you've been in this space for less than a year, um, but you have a very long history in Clintonville. Um, tell us a little bit about your early years and how you got started um, in the restaurant business in town and uh, in Clintonville specifically. Uh, that's pretty interesting. I've been here four months only, but I came in 1995 with a dream. I told my wife we were in Austria. It's not really liking it as much. And I said, you know what, we need to go to this land of opportunities and see what's out there. I came here in uh, February, cold winter in 1995, and started looking for a space. Couldn't find anything and kept postponing my trip every two weeks, calling my wife, saying, you know what, I'm going to be back. Finally, I found this little bakery up on High Street, which I didn't even know what High Street was. I really didn't know the geography of this city. And uh, walked into this building and two owners said, you know, I heard you want to sell your bakery. Can I make an offer? And I think I've always been like that. I've always been a risk taker. They were in contract with somebody else, actually. And I said to them, at that time, I was a naive 25-year-old, 26-year-old. I said, did they make a down payment? And they said, no. But I said, here's $5,000. I really need to have this business. Gave them $5,000. Talked to the landlords. Then went back to Austria to get the visa. So again, I did things not the conventional way. I did not even have a visa to come to the country, but I purchased a business. And that's how the story started. Went back to Austria, got my wife back here. And the first day she walked in and she looked at this bakery and she said, what did you do? Uh, because it was in such a sorry state. It was an old aged bakery with the most outdated equipment possible. And, but together it was a challenge for us. I told Doris, we're gonna make this. We are gonna make this. We started off with four tables and eight chairs in 1995, taking in 60 or $40 a day we had a cowbell on the door to, tell, to let us know if a customer walked in because we were so tired. We used to live in Grove City then, and we used to get lost every single day coming down here. We used to have some Ohio State accounts, which used to wake us up at 3 o'clock in the morning to deliver donuts and sweet rolls. One fine day in October, I told Doris, we're going to change the name, and we're going to do what we came here for. One day to the other, I called my accounts, and I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is going to be called Mozart's. This is what we want to do. Had a violinist come there, perform. You know, we broke even in nine months and started making money in a year. But uh, it was a challenge. It was, it was, it's a remarkable story. And speaking about music, uh, listeners might be able to hear the faint um, sounds of a piano in the background during this interview. Music has been a big part of your business since you started. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, music has been an integral part of my business. For us, for me, I wanted to name it uh, with the passion of what we have. You know, we just didn't want to call it Doris Bakery or Anand's Bakery. Mozart, everybody knows the name. And I thought to myself, I need to have a concept that's never going to die. How am I going to get that? So we know Mozart has been around for 257 years. Let's take that name and people are going to come and listen to, the, to that music and will probably sit down and order pastries and probably end up buying their cakes and making this a spot that they want to hang out. 
So 18 years later, this is still happening. We're not getting old. We're just getting ideas all the time. People that have been following us for so many years, their children are following us and their grandchildren are following us now. Taking that name was the smartest move that I had. Mozart has very, very, we have always been very uh, a big part of the uh, arts community in the city. For us, giving back has been extremely important. And this building, the first thought what I had in this building was, wow, this is a great space for the arts community. Let them come and perform here. And so now we we have all these partnerships with WSU, with Columbus Symphony and Pro Musical. Some of them are going to start performing from next year. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, don't you want to do weddings here? I said, no, really, I do not. I'm not interested in that. This is for the arts. And uh, pastries and arts is the perfect marriage. Absolutely. Uh, speaking about marriages um, and things that are kind of unique, uh, this is definitely a European-Austrian-style bakery. Obviously, that's where your wife's training is. Um, it's a holiday season. Uh, you guys have several products that are kind of unique to you. Do you want to tell us about a few of those? Uh, we have quite a few different Austro-Hungarian products, even some German cookies, too. We do a traditional Yule log. We do a lot of different tea cookies that would be very authentic Austrian. We do the Sprengelis, Lebkuchen, which you cannot find anymore. You will definitely find it at Mozart. So yes, we have a we have over 80 different pastries that are baked fresh every day. That's pretty incredible. Um, you have coffee and other things to go with that too. Uh, you are it's not just a coffee cafe or a bakery. You do dinners and, and lunches and things like that. Uh, you also have ice cream, which was a little bit of a uh, brand shot for you guys a couple years ago. Do you want us to tell us a bit about that? Uh, the ice cream was actually just a an idea because there was a very uh, known uh, ice cream store next to me that just closed down, and uh, my wife and myself, you know, what, you know, I was getting bored, wanting to, to try something different, and knowing the uh, qualities of my wife, how unique she can, you know, she has you know, been able to do all these different things. We just ventured into it, and actually. It took off really well. I mean, it became very popular. I mean, nowadays, you know, we sell ice creams by the pines. We do have this unique flavors, very traditional, very European. You know, you'd find a strawberry champagne. Uh, ice cream is also actually uh, integrated with the pastries. So if we have a tiramisu ice cream, which would have chunks of a tiramisu and mascarpone inside the ice cream. Same thing with the key lamb. It's a key lamb pie that would be found inside the ice cream. So it's very, very unique. I love how those flavors integrate here. For people that haven't been here, which would be an oversight to say the least, where can people find you and when are you open? We are open six days a week. Uh, we are at 4784 North High Street in North Clintonville. We do so many different things. We are very known for our afternoon tea uh, that happens every day from two to four. We have uh, we serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day long. We are one of the only places that serve breakfast all day actually. We are now experimenting with uh, gluten-free breads. Actually, we're getting it from a great, unique bakery called Eben Bakery. Uh, so most of our items have this gluten-free aspect also, and we're trying to cater with many different kinds of people now. Sounds wonderful. Uh, we will make sure that we have your website and other information on wcbefoodcast.org. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with people about Mozart's and what's going on? Mozart has always been uh, uh, integral again an integral part of the community. We we uh, uh, 
for-profit business, but we are very involved with the non-profit organizations in town, especially with the Glenville Beach Fall Resource Center. A few days from now, we're going to be having a huge fundraiser for them, which uh, uh, which will be, you know, 10 other restaurants will participate. Uh, we are happy to, to have started another foundation called the Million Lego for Kids uh, that brings uh, Legos to children that are underprivileged. So we are also very involved with the Glenville community, started experience Glenville. So it's, we do a lot of different things in this, in this area. That's wonderful. Well, thanks so much for your time and wishing you at least another 20 years of successful business. Have a great afternoon. Thanks.